Hey Miley, we need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Woman, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Woman Get In Podcast. This is Miley. And I am Mandy. And we are happy you are back with us this week. Yes. I'm curious to know if anyone heard the slight change in the intro right there. People should drop it in the comments if they noticed it. Yes. Teeny tiny little change. And if you don't notice a change, you should listen to other episodes and then re-listen to this episode. (laughs) Listen to the first 90 some episodes. We need to start planning our episode 100 celebration. Okay. I'm writing it down. Yes, please. Thanks, boss. (laughs) <laughs> you're welcome boss should we have like former guests back or and do little montage or something i don't know um, okay i don't know about the montage but i was thinking that we should do some kind of in-person celebration oh boy yeah are you gonna be well at some point oh, to have in people celebrations i hope so i'm better this week than i am last week and that's what matters little steps and the week before and the week before mm-hmm. so yeah it's funny because I mean, you were okay last week. Not great. (laughs) Like, okay, you were a five. uh, You know what I mean? Like how you were presenting, feeling, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. But still, I thought our episode sounded good. Yes. People are going to hear it shortly. Yes. I sure hope so. And was this the episode where we left in a little of my coughing or was it the last episode? It's been a... I think that was the last episode. Oh, okay. Good. And it was in the intro. Oh, good. I hope I hope there's no or very minimal coughing. Where you were uh, trying not to cough and your body, you were yeah. holding it in and your whole body was heaving. Yes. Yeah. That was the mm-hmm. one before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this week, none. No. I hope not. Yes. No. No, so, you sounded good. There mm-hmm. wasn't any ice rattling. There weren't any cough drop wrappers making noise. Uh, I didn't hear anything obnoxious in this one. You're welcome. I'm so sensitive to when there's noise. Like, I mean, do you ever listen to a podcast where you can tell the person is eating or doing something like that? I haven't noticed that. Usually, Most if of the sound do. quality itself is poor, oh. I don't even listen to it. Same. Yeah. If it's if it's too if it's too difficult to hear people or make them out or if it's like you're driving in a car. Exactly. I heard one the other day that I told you the person was sitting next to a freaking it was clear they were sitting next to a water fountain. Yes. And I was like, what in the actual fudge is happening in the back of this episode? I mean, I'm not the type of person who hears a water fountain and thinks I have to pee. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not that kind of person. Too. But but it's it was distracting. It's, yes, I was gonna say, but it's still distracting. Mm hmm. Especially when you are doing a podcast, you should ensure that your sound quality is clear and... Background noise eliminated. I mean, what you want people to hear is the people talking. Mm -hmm. We want you to hear us, not nonsense in the background. Yes. Yeah. This episode you listen to, you... There's rain at the end, so you may or may not hear that. I tried to listen for it, but I couldn't personally. I mean, we hear talk it. about it. Yeah. Whether so or not that's that why gets I left cut. it in there because, <laughs> and I left it in there, and I was like, well, maybe, maybe someone else will hear it, even if I don't hear it. Okay. Let us know in the comments if you <laughs> if you hear the rain. Because it was a storm last week. Mm-hmm. How are you, Miss Miley? I know you're doing better. Yes, and so, if we're using the number system like you had referenced a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. I would say that I am a seven. 
7.5. Is that because of meds? Because you finally went to the doctor for your lung illness? Yes. I have viral bronchitis. Has has any doc asked you yet about COVID and or like made the, the, you know. They have not suggested a link, but I don't know. Did you ask them? No. (laughs) Okay. I have another friend who I, did I mention this already? You mentioned to me privately, so. Yeah, that I just have another friend going through long COVID and having to take I don't know how much time she's taking off, but she's on sabbatical. Wow. I would like to be on sabbatical. To in her, Basically under doctor's orders, strong, strong suggestion to take some time off because the amount of stress that her job is won't allow her body to heal. So it was like, well, you can live or you can keep working and die. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably being overdramatic, but I mean, her like uncontrollable blood pressure, even with medication and just a lot of things that she couldn't get under control so it's the hope is eliminating the stress and letting our body reset it can heal wow yeah hmm. which is we talk about this all the time yeah all the things we do for our minds and bodies and spirits to help them heal since you mention mind body and healing mm-hmm. have you been on the echelon which is your spin bike it's probably been a couple weeks since I got back on it. All of a sudden I get on it and I don't have any of the classes anymore. So oh. if I want to ride, I just have to ride watching the scenery, you know, watching Tokyo or the beach. It suddenly isn't giving me any of the classes, like the pre-recorded classes oh, at all. Weird. I thought it was odd that it was giving them to me for so long because I don't pay for it anymore. Oh. So I don't know if it just caught up with me and <laughs> this is what it is now. But for the most part, fitness wise, I'm, you know, I've been going for my walks mm-hmm. a handful of days a week and then I do weights here at the house. I try to get some yoga and stretching in just to make sure, like I do a lot of weights and uh calisthenics type of moves so i do some lifting and then lots of movement and functional stuff oh cool things because i carry a lot of heavy equipment for the business i carry a lot of heavy you know 25 to 30 to 40 pounds of stuff up my stairs 40 45 pounds tents and tables i carry them from the parking lot up to my condo so I do that a couple times a month and I just need to keep up with strength and balance. Yeah. So I don't hurt myself. This week I've been babying my wrist. Basically, I guess by the time people hear this, well, yeah, it won't be that far after. But the whole last week of Valentine's Day, I've been babying my wrist because I did so many cookies. Oh, right. We had a, we had talked about the whole mm-hmm. that one day you were rolling and then you were cutting and then you were frosting. And then, yes, the day I had to ice all the rest of the cookies, oh. like I had got a good portion of them done, but it came down to one day where I had to do a lot of work and my wrist is still a little cranky about it. Like it got better. And then I did something today and I've kind of just reactivated a little bit. I can feel it, but. It's getting there. So I'm trying not to bother my wrist a whole lot with anything. I'm trying to focus on moves that won't, that I don't have to flex my wrist or stress it in any way. Is it feeling better now? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was better. And then I don't remember what I did today, but I was baking and hauling things around again. And I just probably overexerted it a little bit. And it's still, you know, it probably wasn't all the way healed. It was feeling better, much less mm-hmm. noticeable. But I just probably tweaked it a little bit. I'm sure it'll be okay. I'll take some Motrin and it'll calm down, I'm sure. 
Okay. Yeah. I've been trying to eat a lot of anti-inflammatory stuff. I'm making myself golden milk lattes mm. and turmerics and ginger and anything I can do to help my body mm-hmm. along with a little pharmaceuticals, you know. Yes. Just, just, just Motrin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every now and then there's a gummy at night. But <laughs> How is everything else in life? It's good. Yeah. Did your favorite sex toy come in the mail? <laughs> I did not reorder the favorite. Oh, I know. I thought you did. I should have. And then ah. I was like, oh, look at this other one. Lots oh. of people rave about this. <sighs> and so I ordered a different one and I don't really like it at all. Oh. It's like, it's just, I don't know. It's not it's, that it doesn't get the job done. I oh, just don't yeah. like it. It's not as nice as your favorite one. I'm probably going to end up with all, I don't know. Fuck. I'm going to have to get like a big ass storage unit or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where am I going to put all these things? Um, Yeah. Pro- I don't know. We'll see what happens. Okay. I'm, I don't know. I got to look for something else. This is just not, it's not fun. If it's not fun, it's I don't want to play. Doing. Yeah. yeah. Don't. Yeah. Mm-mm. <sighs> I've been trying. My skin's been bothering me a little bit. So I'm like, well, got to get back to the me time. You know, I was sick for a while. I still am kind of. Mm -hmm. But I was sick for a while and I wasn't doing my facial regimen at nighttime. And I I thought you were going to say you weren't doing your me time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wasn't following my facial regimen. I wasn't doing anything during my really (laughs) sick days. And like I got two really big pimples ever since. It's been what, three months since I've been on this new facial regimen since we had our show with Lydia. And I've been trying really hard to stay on top of it. But for, you know, you miss two weeks of taking care of your face and you end up with these two huge honking zits on your face and and makeup just makes it worse Mm -hmm. so uh yeah i haven't had any change in my skincare although maybe it's just age and hormones that are changing well that is very and if anyone says the word perimenopausal to me i will poke your fucking eye i was i was going to how did you know i was going to say that i'm just kidding i wasn't you (laughs) talked about my ob who said that right a couple years ago and i was like bitch i will fire your ass no i was gonna say that those are very logical reasons to consider because i just took this class on facial aesthetics and they were looking at some some twin studies and twins that uh, you know, when our one twin was either on uh, birth control or hormone replacement therapy when they went through their menopause, mm-hmm. they looked a minimum of 10 years younger than the twin that did not take birth control and or hormone replacement therapy during their middle ages. Why? Because your hormones play such a big role yeah. in your skin health okay. and your skin care and the collagen and the uh, the hyaluronic acid that coats mm-hmm. and lubricates the different layers of your skin. And so people who have uh, have not taken birth control on a regular basis and are not on hormone replacement therapy, when they have these life changes, these major life changes, such as your period and or your menopause years and all of your hormones are all jacked up all the time, then your skin actually pays a really big debt. And that's mm. why if you're if you don't have consistent hormones, mm-hmm. the the studies show that when you have consistent hormones versus when you don't have consistent hormones, you you tend to look younger than the ones that don't have consistent hormones does it make sense does it not count that i was on hormones for 20 fucking years i mean i took birth control well that's probably why that's why you don't look your age 
Thanks. That's why you look... I thought it was the veganism. You look much younger than your age. I'm blaming it on all the vegetables. Blame it on everything. Your whole <laughs> lifestyle. But did... I, I'm... This is... It's cute that hormone... They're like, yeah. It's take, not the one... Only one factor. Sure. You're just like... that. It, there is evidence to show that it is a major factor, just not the only, right? There's it's also factors a such as smoking. To, yeah. Also a contributor to negative things for your health, taking yes. synthetic hormones. Exactly. So. Yeah. So there's pros and cons to everything. I'm yeah. just saying really it was just a plug that i've been learning <laughs> and if That's anyone's cute. interested in botox or fillers i've oh, been learning i know you sent me that message and i didn't see it until you were like never mind i already found someone and i was like wait what happened because <laughs> i thought you text the wrong person or something because no. i didn't see the first one i ah. only saw the second one yeah and i was like then I started dreaming, daydreaming, you know, kind of thing. Like, where would I put filler? <laughs> like, ah, yes, 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 yes. Where would I put that on my face? Because I just don't see me putting it in my lips. And if you don't, then I was just asking all my friends that might yeah. have considered fillers. I was like, we could fill this. Yeah, the nasolabial folds and okay. the marionette lines yeah, yeah, yeah. and then your chin. Oh, so yeah. a lot of people, even I have a deficient chin. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at the side angle of someone, the tip of the nose should kind of line up with the tip of your chin in a diagonal line. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what happens is so a lot of people, as they get older, their chin becomes deficient. So you want to plump up that chin and round the jawline. And it does give you that, that appearance of a youthful face. So oh. uh, I was just texting all my friends who <laughs> I was like, okay, if you're in your thirties and forties and you, you, I don't know if you've ever talked to me about fillers or not, but if you're interested <laughs> and I texted people who have done Botox on because mm -hmm. for many people who've done Botox, they know a little bit about yeah. fillers and they might be interested in finding out what it would be like to have fillers. And uh, it was a way to get some free filler. Imagine getting a text that from one of your doctor friends is like hey you want some filler and she's like what <laughs> yeah um do i need filler <laughs> no one needs botox and no one needs filler everyone yeah. is beautiful the way they are botox and fillers just help enhance the beauty that's yeah. already on your face like hey want some filler i'm like should i be offended right now <laughs> what's happening no like for me i would probably feel a little bit of my little chin because i am a little deficient if you look at my t the tip of my nose, yeah. maybe literally I'll, no one yeah. has ever thought that of you besides you. I, I'm and sure your yes. doctor friends, who but I only your know that apart. exactly. <laughs> I only know that because I took all these classes on facial aesthetics. And yeah, so, uh, and but I remember going to the one with you many, many moons ago, <laughs> yes. and holy hell, the things they sit there and talk about your face. I'm I know. Like, oh my god. Yeah. But it's still cool and to most learn. Most of it wasn't and, bad, no. to be honest. But I mean, she dissects. And I was the guinea pig to sit in the chair first as she talked about every component of the face. And you might want this. And you might want this. And you might want this. And how do you feel about this? What do you think about this? <laughs> you know, like all these questions. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. But I get you're going to talk about it. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah. It was interesting. It but was it was sure just fun to learn. I like to learn about stuff like that. I went on a date. I was going to ask you, you any were? news on the dating scene. I went on a date. A different, uh, like with a different guy. Uh-huh. Or couple, the same guy. A, a couple. Two different oh, dates. Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't say wow. wow. It's no, been like wow. two weeks. It's like, I'm, no, I'm impressed. Like, I'm excited because you're yeah. a lot braver than I am. I was going to say, wow, wow, you're much braver than I am. I told you I'm on a mission. I love it. Like, I'm, I'm not shy. I'm not one to shy away from a mission. <laughs> I love it. Okay, tell me more. Uh, what would you like to know? Everything was, that you're willing this, to share. This one was a really good date. The okay. other one, well, I was like, this okay, guy was so, like, do you want to meet up and like discuss over drinks? And I'm all, okay. Like, I don't know. I, I was just, 
I was like, sure, I have some free time. I'm not, you know, I'm kind of in the, I, I'm of the belief that people can be very different than they are online. And it's not like he was bad online, but there wasn't, I, I wasn't really sure where he was coming from or what he was looking for, but I was like, sure, we'll just meet up in person and we'll discuss this and move on. Like at worst case scenario, it's an hour and a half of my time. And that's all it was. Um, that was an interesting one. He actually at some point asked me if I'd, whatever we were babbling on about, he some point asked me if I'd ever changed a tire Oh, or my own, done my own oil changes. Like he said something about doing his own oil changes and like, have you ever done your own oil change? I was like, no, there's always people around to do that. <laughs> like, I don't know many women who have changed their own oil and I I'm, have good with the help of someone okay with a person like yeah. someone was teaching me how to do it so because i wanted to learn how to do it on my own you would and you wouldn't <laughs> <fucking>, and, <laughs> and, and you would never fucking do it again you're just like i want to learn how to do, do that just for the fucking sake of learning how to do it <laughs> now that you're ever gonna put this to play but i could <laughs> i might need to do it by myself someday could you still remember it I mean, you can watch a YouTube video and learn this. Like, it's not like... But it's different when you learn it hands-on with someone in person. Sure. And it's not like I'm allergic to learning how to do these things. But I'm like, it, the way he asked me... And then he was like, have you ever had to change a tire? And I was yeah, like... Yeah, that's kind of weird if it just came out of nowhere. Or were you guys he talking, was talking about... about... I don't remember how we got on this. You know how I... Yes. My brain is everywhere all at the same time. So somehow he said something about his own cars and I was like oh yeah I've never changed my own oil for sure and he was like have you ever changed a tire and I said no I've oh. had a flat tire once or twice and literally I've always been with Shireen oh. who is triple a oh okay and we called and they threw my spare on because like it's been the late at night I'm in the middle of old town or somewhere crazy like left a festival and I'd run over a thing and I was like every time I've just been really lucky and never needed to do that plus I have cars I have roadside assistance I mean I don't know it's not like I'm not going to do that but I'm if I broke down on the freeway and needed to change a tire I'm not going to sit on the side of the freeway and kill myself changing a tire I'm going to wait for someone else to come and help me do it safely and you know put little flags up and the anyways it made me feel almost kind of bad about it. like I, I got the feeling he was judging me based on it I did not feel bad about it let me rephrase I do not feel bad about never having changed a tire I don't need to change a tire I can do lots of other things that your silly ch tire changing oil changing self can't I'm not over here judging you for it that's all I'm saying I know how to change a tire and I've had to change a couple tires and I've helped my friends change a couple tires it's actually not as hard as it looks, but it's also kind of <laughs> scary when you realize that it's not that hard and that if it, if the wheel is only held in by like these four lub five nuts or whatnot, things. these five little Wait, things. did you say lub nuts? Are, aren't those, isn't that what it's called? <laughs> lub nuts? I'm so what are they called? Lug. L-U-G. Oh, seriously? This whole time I call them lub nuts. <laughs> this is fabulous. <laughs> what oh. the... <laughs> What, their lug? Like a G? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a B to me. Love nuts. <laughs> Stop it again. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> love nuts. That one's for you. That's for my sister. She's going to love that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm cry. I'm cry. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Five oh. lug nuts holding oh. your tire. Oh. And wheel. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Mother's like, that's it. I only have that's to take it, five yeah. of these things off, then this whole wheel comes right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Not that like, I think it's difficult. Like, I definitely don't look at it and go, ooh, that's yeah. intimidating. I've just literally never had needed the to oppor- do it. Oh, needed or had the opportunity. If yeah. someone else is around to do it within a convenient time frame, I'm probably going to let that go. Yeah. If, if I'm not dressed to be changing a tire, I'm probably not going to try to figure it out on the side of the road. No, no worries. End of story. So besides him asking you oh, yeah. about that, how else like was he? What was, do you think about him? Is there a follow up? Have you no. Guys, okay. No, that was that. <laughs> oh, okay. That was done. Uh, but I went out with somebody new this past week and that was fun. That was like a day date. So oh, we said why was it fun? What about it made it fun? Okay, maybe fun is an exaggeration. Oh. It was just good. Okay, what made it good? I, I don't, whatever <laughs> words you use, I'm curious and fascinated to know why you She's felt making that way. me be very intentional about the word I'm choosing. And no, I just, why I'm choosing you know, it, which is good. You should hold me accountable to the words I'm choosing. I, I applaud you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, um, I'm just living vicariously through you. I, we set it up for a lunch date. We'd been chatting a little bit and then set up a lunch date because we were both free during the day and it turned into like, I think we ended up being there for four hours. Oh, that's a really good day. Yeah. It went really fast. Like it was kind of like, oh, you know, have a drink, have some food. Oh, the food went away. Finish the drink. Yeah. I guess have another one. Then it's like, that's pretty much my limit. You know what I mean? I don't drink more than two drinks, especially on a date. Like if I'm out drinking with friends, I might have a third, maybe a fourth. Oh my God. (laughs) I had so many drinks last weekend. Um, Anyways, I uh, had a second drink and then it was like, wow, we have been here for a minute. I'm like done. And he was like, should we go somewhere else? I'm like, like, I wanted to say yes because I wasn't, I didn't feel like we were done chatting. I felt mm-hmm. like there was more to explore and we were having a good time. But I was I was so on the fence of like, do I leave, like leave him wanting more? Yes. You okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I usually really only block like two hours for a first date because I think that's a nice amount of time to get to chatting and figure out a little bit about a person figure out if you want to keep talking to this person Yeah. for the most part. Like that's really my mm-hmm. only goal of a first date is to find out if I want to know more. Yeah. And it was so nice. And I was like, yeah, I do. Let's go somewhere else. So we picked somewhere else and then went another spot and had a couple more hours. It was a long day, but it was really nice. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. I was in a really good mood today because of it. I like put on this playlist from my Pandora. Oh, wow. (laughs) We're going back. I hardly ever listen to Pandora, except when I want to hear this one old country station that I created eons ago, because it's got all the good older country. I called that up today on Google and I was like, oh, I must be in a really good mood because I'm listening to this today. Okay. Noted. Noted. I'm really happy to hear that. And then you text me while we were out and I sort of invited him somewhere that you invited Ah, me. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So I forgot that I had sent out my audition little soundtrack to a bunch of the different baseball teams yeah a couple months ago preparing for spring training season and they had booked me or I had booked myself when they gave me a schedule that I could pick from and I was gonna sing at the baseball game this coming weekend so I have these tickets and I invited you so I'm glad that you and him are having a is it gonna be the second date or the third date 
It might be the third. Ooh. Yeah. I like. There's potential for one in between there. Okay. Yeah. Cool, we cool. have like loose plans. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. I haven't had a second or third date in a long, long time. Aw. Well, <laughs> yay. Okay. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm happy for you to go there. If I mess up, you don't know who I am. But if I do really well, you know who I am. I'm, I mean, I've already told him I know who you oh, are. So. Okay, never mind. <laughs> then I just won't mess up. Because you messaged me like eight times in a row. <laughs> you Sorry. know, Miley's text, hey, Mandy, send. Hey, blah, blah, bleah. blah, send, send, <laughs> da, 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 send. And then, then there will come a whole page paragraph. And I'm like, <laughs> this is out of place. <laughs> and then, it's, then like two or three words will come after that in another message. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? I... I, I don't know where I was doing something in clinic the other day, not the other day, uh, the other day, as in like two weeks ago, the other day. Yeah. And I, I just start talking and sometimes they're short sentences. Sometimes they're just like thoughts to myself and I just keep talking and she, she's just sitting like standing there next to me, staring at me and a she's student? a resident. Okay. And I'm like, is everything okay? Like that all makes sense. Right. And she goes, yeah, it's just really, it's just really fascinating to watch you talk because it's like this whole stream of consciousness. Like there's no break. You just say whatever is on your mind and you just go. <laughs> like you just, it just keeps going and going and going. She's waiting for you to be done. Just doe-eyed and like, wow. And it really is. Yeah. It really is. Like I'll say a sentence and then I follow up with another sentence and I'm like, oh wait, but what, you know, what I really mean is this. And then, you know, and then we got to think about this and what about this? And then it's just like a whole stream of consciousness. And she said it like that too. Like those words. Words, and I'm like, actually, I say what's on my mind. Well, that's <laughs> a, that's a flow state. <laughs> ah, for yes. you, right? Like, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, guess I so. feel Sometimes like that when we're I here. Too much when we're in the middle of episodes here, and it's not until you send me a draft back or I hear it on Spotify or whatever that I often remember I've said some of the things. I'll be listening. Like today, I was listening to the draft and. I predicted what I was going to say, even though I wasn't, I'm not sure I'm going to say that because I often don't remember what I've said when we're in that yeah. flow. It's like <laughs> being on stage. Sometimes like when I've spoken and done public things, I'll come down and people will go, good job, blah, blah, blah. And I go, did that make sense? Yeah. Was that English? Like, I don't even know what just happened. I just went into a completely different place in my brain. So the same thing happens here. So I imagine that happens for you sometimes in dentistry when you're explaining things and you're going through all of the parameters and the little yeah. decision tree in your yes, brain yes yeah. yes yes the decision tree yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah but yeah that was kind of funny that's awesome well then i can't wait for our listeners to hear about how my anthem goes and how your date at the baseball game goes as well <laughs> <laughs> that'll be updates for next week i like how i've just pushed cuffing season straight into the spring no what nothing <laughs> miley has no idea what <laughs> cuffing season is no it just went right over her head all right it's fine i'm sorry cuffing season is often the fall is often referred to as cuffing season because for whatever reason they say that people like to be single all summer and in the fall they settle down and they couple up oh i'm not sure where cuffing came from i really i i've heard it before i just don't remember but personally i just pushed it off and i'm like spring seems like a nice time to date uh -huh. i know most of the country is probably wondering what we're talking about with spring but it's phoenix and it's right. spring it's spring so. training yeah and lots spring of spring training. training games but it's physically spring here i mean the desert is blooming it is mm -hmm. wow everything's so green right now mm -hmm. we've had a lot of rain and um my orchids at work have 
blossomed. So. Oh, mine just died, but I'll get oh, more probably, sure. right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I saw them shrivel up and I was like, uh-oh, oh, Miley's going to... It's part of their cycle. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> they shriveled up. No. Miley's going to okay. be so disappointed. No. <laughs> it's part of life. It's a circle of life. Here we go. <laughs> Are you, I, I hope, hope I don't cough on I know. Sunday. I hope you're able to sing. I hope so, too. Is there Fingers anything crossed. that they gave you? Because you have bronchitis. They said it was viral, so they wouldn't give me anything. And if I wanted to give them... If I wanted to get anything or any kind of medication, they wanted me to give them a sputum sample. Which is cough? The, the phlegm yeah. from my coughing. So they could uh, biopsy and culture it to see if I needed antibiotics or any right. kind of medication. And did you refuse or you just couldn't produce? No, I produce a lot, but um, it was clear <laughs> and white, which is, which is indicative of just viral. Sure. If it was green and yellow, they would have really wanted me to culture it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. I don't want to put more drugs in my body if I don't so need to. So I wasn't to. really asking about drugs. Oh. I was asking, <laughs> did they give you any therapies, advice, humidifier? Yeah, just a lot of those things that I already knew that I haven't been doing that I was going to say, are doing. you doing that? Yes. The question is not if they told me. The question is if I'm listening to what they... So if you have yes. bronchitis, if I have bronchitis, mm -hmm. what would you advise I be doing? Resting. Okay. Which I'm not. And uh, right. <laughs> lots of fluids, okay. which I've, I was better at, but the last couple of days since I went back to work, I have not been good at it. Work is a distraction for taking care of my health. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think and, we've been saying that yes, for a while yes. now. And uh, humidifier is really, really helpful, which I don't have one. But what I do is I just take longer showers and then I make myself a lot of tea and then I just breathe in the hot air from the tea. I don't think that's the same. But okay. No, but I mean, the hot air from the tea lasts a minute. Yes. You can get a humidifier for like 50, 60 bucks. A little tiny room. I think I'm just, I'm just going to confess that I'm lazy. Okay. I, I just go I mean, you from work to, to home on the way to... home and grab one. Yeah. If it wasn't for coming here, I would have just gone straight home from work because that's all I do. Like homework, bed, that's it. Maybe just tell your brother to go get you one. Oh, right. I forgot that I have an assistant. Yeah. Text him. <laughs> that's about it. Just back to work, but hard to be back to work i'm exhausted okay but yeah that's about it so today we're going to be talking about love yes all kinds of love 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 i there were so many things that came up for me when i was re-listening oh. to this that i wanted to talk about and then they left me because oh. i kept listening and you know how my fucking brain is if I don't stop and write it down which is why I have pens and notepads and dry erase boards because I just need to write things down while it's in my brain but I was in the middle of baking and I had hands full and it was frosting and blah 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 so many things came up for me while I was listening to this so I hope people enjoy it because it really it was a good one I I and, really oh, enjoyed I do, listening it I do want to say there was a part where I was like spitballing things and I would have this slight pause and Miley would start to talk and then I would carry on <laughs> <laughs> yes I noticed that a lot while I was editing <laughs> and I was like I was like oh this is so funny because I like in the moment I don't know that I always hear you start 
like when I'm deep in those thoughts, but I heard it, it there was one minute where it was like four times. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, I feel like I need to tell people, sorry, y'all. Like I wasn't intentionally stopping Miley from speaking. I just, there was like little teeny breaks in my thoughts and then I would keep going. <laughs> like, That's okay. It was me interrupting you. So no problem. It was like four times and I thought, oh God, cringe. But I was just, yeah, I was yeah. just trying to get out the, the entire stream of consciousness. Exactly. So to speak. Yeah. Before you lose it. Because once exactly. it's gone, if I'm, that's why I keep a pen right here next to us. Like once it's gone, I won't remember to bring it back up. I'm right there with you. I should be medicated. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the date that didn't go well. Oh yeah. The guy at one point, I don't, I don't remember what we were talking about. Again, it's just what it is. At some point he said, your brain works so differently than mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm gonna take that as a compliment I 100 in my head I said that to myself and I, out loud I probably said I'm sure it does <laughs> I love it I love it like I haven't found too many that operate the same way as me a lot of I mean my longtime friends like you and Shireen and so many of y'all know a lot of times like how I you all know how I operate because you've been around for so long but I'm like this the so the newest guy that I did enjoy the date with uh, and have set up another one. He actually invited me out again the next day. And I was like, that's a lot of Mandy time in a really short time frame. And he was like, well, I kind of think you're pretty awesome. And I can you I was like, well, I can't blame you. I'm pretty great. You know, I understand. <laughs> and he was like, you are pretty great. He's like, you're really smart and you keep it really real. Can you blame me for wanting to get Aww. more time? And I was like, no, no. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm tied up. I'm busy. I can't actually make it, but I appreciate that. And it's fun to hear that from somebody. So thanks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's Anyways, because awesome. you are really great, Mandy. And I would love to spend as much time as possible with you. Yeah. I mean, we, we spend almost as much as you can. Mm hmm. You're welcome to come over anytime. <laughs> you know where I live. Summer parties again. <laughs> yes. We missed you at girls night. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It was a good thing. I really wanted to go. I even thought of changing my mind and getting myself out and out and about. But then like by 830, I was like, it's a good thing I stayed oh my in gosh, bed. We were out until midnight. Holy crap that's I know we're wonderful sort of, i love that i know we're sort of going backwards into the intro but <laughs> i i was out three nights in a row thursday i ended up out with josh hit up a new restaurant had some food um then he was like what are you doing later i'm like well i have one cake to finish at some point tonight or early tomorrow and he was like do you want to go here for whatever and i was like sure so then we ended up like but when we checked out this restaurant the the bartender was bringing us all these drinks like everything was just comped oh, they were just comping us all so nice. she was bringing us she's like brings us a gin drink she brings us a mezcal drink which none of us wanted uh <laughs> she brings over uh, some other drink i can't remember what it was called but it had a corn like the water that's left over after cooking the masa or something oh. it had some sort of corn huh. influence and it was adjacent to an horchata but a boozy oh, one i would have loved that i love horchata yeah it was it was churro-y and Ooh. i don't it was real it was tasty but um i mean i was like i wasn't planning on coming out and having cocktails <laughs> like this was an early dinner kind of thing and then we were going somewhere else for a drink after and then the next day was Galentine's. We ended out, out until midnight. That makes me so happy that you guys were out and about. Yeah. I would not have survived. The freaking bar was closing down. We we're like, oh, my oh gosh, we should that. go. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. I am sad that you guys didn't get one picture. 
yeah i remembered it after we left i i said something to shireen like oh we got to get a picture i think somebody had gotten up and went to the restroom or something we we're like we need to get a picture like as soon as katie stops talking you know somebody was like in the middle of a story yeah. which is the entire time we're oh, all together I love that. someone is always in the middle of a story so it's like as soon as katie stopped talking we'll get a picture and then like probably one of us forgot we wanted a picture and chimed in yeah and just, no, no 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 i just tease i'm yeah. so happy i'm bummed we didn't get a photo because i was like damn it we didn't get a, yeah. we all look so cute oh that's oh. good yeah no i was in i was probably asleep by like nine but yeah i <laughs> thought of you ladies and i was like i really want to change my mind and go but i'm trying really hard to t- like make good decisions about good myself and yeah my shireen didn't want you there i know you were sick she was like no girl no uh-uh. stay home <laughs> that's good i'm glad <laughs> yeah and then i was ended up out the next day oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. sam was like me you and shireen Aww. let's go and then i invited josh and he brought out another business person and uh joanna ended up joining so it ended up being a whole big thing and we were out at the gay club dancing until oh. <laughs> like 2 30 or 2 40 in the morning what? like it was a night i, I had a bit. bit of a headache the next day oh <laughs> good a good Sh- headache Shereen was like, or a headache for a good reason <laughs> yeah i guess Shereen was like my body hurts from dancing <laughs> i was like i think my body hurts a little but my head hurts i'm like if my body hurts it's probably not from the dancing it's just because my head hurts oh well <laughs> Sounds but, like good reasons, though, yeah. to, so, to be hurting. Recovered in one whole day and then... Okay, yeah. good, good. I'm glad to hear it. It was interesting. That is a lot of examples of the types of love that we talk about yes. in this episode. Let's see if you can learn all the different types and list them all out based on everything that Amanda <laughs> or Mandy... Well, where'd that come from? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> where, 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 Why we got to go by that government name? <laughs> <laughs> Listen back on Mandy's three-day weekend of going out every single day and see if you can list out all the different kinds of love that was uh, demonstrated. Do you remember any of it? What? I remember Storge. And Falautia. Yes. (laughs) And Pragma. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Eros. That's five or four, three, four, four, five. How many did we get? And then I am forgetting the obsessive one. Me too. Yeah, but there's a lot of good there's ones. There's a there. lot of great ones. Mm-hmm. It's fun to you enjoy. Them. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope you have a good one. If you stay all the way to the end because it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, we do end it really funny. Like on the last second, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like we just close the door real quietly with some. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Was, you just got to listen. I, yeah. I wasn't listen. sure if we should cut it or not, but. By the way, I got to shout out Kelly really quick. Kelly, our breast cancer surgeon doctor friend. She's been messaging me every week telling me, love the podcast. Like, I thought this was really funny. She gave some tips for how she lets negative thoughts, like how she kind of battles or not battles, but how she processes them. So I'll screenshot it and I'll throw it up in our Instagram. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, But yeah, she's been sending lots of messages that she's enjoying the show. Oh, lots of love to you, Kelly. Yeah. Thank you. She's great. All right. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the episode. Love, love, love. Love, 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 love. All right. Today, we are talking about the topic of love. Love, 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 love. Do you love love? I love love. I love love, too. And I love love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love love you. (laughs) So, uh, when you... When you hear the word love, or when I say the word love, what does that mean to you? What, what comes to mind when I say the word, like, love? Tell me what you think about love. I immediately, uh, I feel the word, 
So when you say love to me, I think warm, fuzzy, comforting, safe. Mm, I like that. Thought, like those are the words for like maybe the images. Like those are yeah. the words that come to mind when you say love. I think yeah. supporting and comforting and warm and fuzzy. Comforting comes to mind. Yeah. And um, like goodness. Like it's just mm-hmm. a good feeling mm-hmm. that that hopefully we're all lucky enough to feel in some way. Yeah. And I think love comes in many, many different ways, which is why we are talking about love today. I also think it's important for me. I I think love is not a state of being. Yes. Love is not a a passive thing. No. Love is a verb. Love is an action. action. So a choice. Yeah, love is a choice. Well. It's it's conscious and mm-hmm. it's active intentional yes so you can't just be in love and not do loving things yes I totally totally love the way you said that many times people say that they might love someone but Mm -hmm. they don't show it in their actions Mm -hmm. and maybe that's why sometimes we often might feel confused Mm -hmm. why why do they say they love me but I don't feel loved right but then there are many times where people can't say those words but their actions show that they love you and then you're also confused they do all these things for me as though they care about me and they love me Mm -hmm. but why can't they say it so I think uh and and that could be in any like whether it's a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. a friendship a parent child a sibling yes I think I mean, for me, my love languages are at the top, are nearly tied. I think, I can't remember if actions, I think actions might be one step above words, but they're literally one point difference between the two and they are my top love languages. So regardless of if you can say the words, for me to see that, like I need to hear it and then I also need to see it. So what you're doing needs to support what you're saying to me. Um, And... I think we've probably all been in situations like you just described where if somebody is saying one thing, their actions are not supporting that theory. There's no evidence to back it up. And it's like, okay, so you probably like, then you have a discussion, right? You have a discussion about, you know, you say that, but like, what does this word mean to you? Yes. And maybe that's why I started the conversation with like, oh, what is, what what do you think about love or how do you define that? Because I think, what we're both saying is love requires both action and words. Well, love is, a, a, it's a verb. It requires other, yeah. a lot of things. And I mean, everybody's individual love language is going to be different on how they accept and receive love. But love itself is an active it thing. Is. It's it's a verb. It's not something that just happens and then it's there forever. Right. Oh, that's another thing too. It, it's not there forever either. Mm-hmm. It's a continuous like it needs continuous mm-hmm. effort. Yeah, the grass is green where you water it. Yeah. So if you're not watering the seeds of whatever the loving thing is in your life, then it's going to die. 
I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we want to talk about the different types of love because I've been listening to, we know if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I've been like deep diving on dating and singles and narcissism and toxic relationships and making myself better and understanding red flags, green flags, and just reacquainting myself with the world of dating and the world of like just how to better I feel like I live this stuff but because if you listen to the other week episode I talked in the intro about or no I actually did not talk in the intro about this we were talking offline yeah. so offline we chatted about you know I've been doing so much work the last couple of months on myself and understanding things and just you know putting my toes back in the waters of dating and what really motivated me to do that was how much information I had been taking in about boundaries and relationships and self-care, protecting yourself, all of these things, right, related to dating and how to make sure, make sure I'm just protected. I, I don't know how to say that another way, but I'd been taking in so much information on this and I kept, it's habit because the last relationship I had is just the most recent reference. I kept wanting to run that relationship through the filters of all the things I was learning and I was running into roadblocks because my last relationship was complete, like basically a total lie. Is built on. It was built on lies. Pretty much everything about it was a lie. I like that's just the way I, I have to operate from that understanding because that person rarely told the truth or the whole truth. Just knowing all their actions, like there's no way the things that they were saying were true. So therefore the entire relationship was a lie. So and they operated from a place of such disorganized attachment and, um, you know, a, a personality disorder, basically, that none of the normal rules applied to relationships yeah. or dating or how to set this with that with this could really apply. So I've been doing all this dating and love and da 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 deep diving. And I came across a lot of stuff that talked about the different types of love. And I was really intrigued by Jay Shetty's new book that talks about the rules of relationships and love. And he started talking about types of love, which made me dive into this. Mm. So, uh, and I'm really interested in the notion that we put romantic love a lot of times on a higher pedestal than other types of love. Sometimes what happens is I get, you know, just referring back to our most recent episode about negative loops. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I find that I can accidentally put romantic love at the top and and kind of get into this negative loop of I don't have romantic love in my life and then I might tie that back to my worth. Right. right? Because I value romantic love so much and, and I don't have that in my life. But then I forget to, or I do a pattern interrupt and remind myself of all the people that I do have love for and who have love for me Mm -hmm. like the people who take care of me when I'm sick my friends Mm -hmm. and my family that check in on me or my patients that are so grateful and love me for for you know being there for them or my students you know so and and my pets that (laughs) you know and so I I think oftentimes we do forget and we accidentally or unconsciously put romantic love on this pedestal that if we don't have it we are somehow less worthy of a human being exactly or that we're missing out on something exactly i think social media and our culture i mean mm-hmm. movies rom-coms and someone asked me recently what's a rom-com oh my 
<laughs> okay, it wasn't you. Good. I was no, like, wait. I know what a rom com is. I as love rom coms. As I said it, I thought, oh shit, was it Miley? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something that I wouldn't know, but yes. in this situation, I actually do. Dude, know. I'm so bummed. Who asked me that? Because I thought, what? <laughs> Um, but they said, what's a, by the way, what's a rom-com? Like, should I know this? And I went, oh, romantic comedy. It's like the first part of the words. And they went, oh yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, I mean the rom-coms and Disney and just Mm -hmm. the way media in general, you know, whether it's social media or movies or television, sort of everything is always about that relationship. And it's like, and it, it can kind of make you feel less than. It can, yeah. If you don't put it into perspective that there are lots of types of love, which we're going to touch on like these Greek, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the ancient Greeks? Yeah, the types defined, of love that they've defined. Yeah. I also, while you were talking about that, it made me think of a TV series a while ago that's called Modern Love. That Have you a, ever seen that TV series? I've seen a couple episodes. I've seen like snippets. It was very funny from what I knew. And I knew it was a very popular show. I just was not into watching sitcoms for a lot of years. So that TV series actually demonstrated different types of love. Mm-hmm. And and it, it kind of just made me think as we were going through the different kinds not of love. Not only demographically, because I know they had a gay yeah, couple. There was, and, there, yeah. yeah, but it was about all these different types of love. Mm -hmm. It wasn't all about romantic love. Oh, yeah. Many, many of the episodes were not about romantic love. It was demonstrating different perspectives of love, Hmm. not romantic love to be specific. Okay. So I never watched enough of the show to really grasp that title in, in, in understand the show with that context. Yeah. But that makes sense because I know one of the characters, Julie Bowen's character was very like in love with her career. like at least from the parts I knew I mean she was like she's a real estate agent right and she was like all like every episode had different characters am I thinking of the same show I I am thinking of a different show I think I'm thinking of modern family oh okay (laughs) because that's a show I was talking about because they have lots of different love types in that show too yeah they do modern love what was this on that's parents modern love it looks like it was on oh apparently Amazon Prime oh Amazon so every episode had a different set of characters. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't following a series of people. Right. So it was situational. Different or situations whatever they call that. and yeah. or relationships that mm-hmm. demonstrated love. So I remember one episode was about this girl who got pregnant during her college years or something. And she developed a friendship with this male bell person at the bell stand at the apartment complex that she lived at. Oh, and okay. I she was, like, was really isolated. Person. Sorry, I don't know what that's called. The bell. <laughs> the doorman. Wasn't a, yeah, doorman. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she ended up raising this child alone. But he actually, you, you kind of see a time lapse of the friendship that they built over time as mm-hmm. he supported her as a friend to take care of this, this child by herself. And so, um, so it talked a lot about kind of friendship love in, yeah. in that episode there were other types of love that was discussed and or demonstrated in each of the the different episodes it's actually a really beautiful tv series I may have watched some of that <laughs> I because I watched some episodes of 
there's another show on Netflix too that I watched a few of and it's got love in the title. So obviously love is something that our culture is constantly shoving down yes. our throats, regardless <laughs> of it's these episodic style yeah. TV shows where everything is different or, you know, series or movies or whatever it is. Like love is a big focus for us here. And I mean, all over the world, we're human. We crave yeah. love. We crave community. We we want that in our lives like it's yeah. necessary to have a really fulfilled and really uh what's the word I'm looking for a very like a robust experience I think in this weird humanity shit yeah. so <laughs> we'll go with that I like that I, I do think I think humanity is just such a strange fun little experiment I mean we all well, just get you know. to be here and well it's kind of funny because you're talking about this and you know you said like this weird little experiment that we're all a part of and it made me just think wouldn't it be funny if someone was just watching us oh the aliens are watching for sure well aliens and or (laughs) spiritual and or that's why religion is Mm -hmm. a a, you know a big part of life yes and one one type of love yeah i was just gonna say one of the eight types of love that the ancient greeks talk about yeah is this idea called agape I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I, I don't want to say agape. Oh, agape. Okay. It and looks so, like the word agape. But. Yeah. And then I was like, hmm, I don't know if it's agape. But I don't think the Greeks say their E's hard like that. They're, no, At the end don't. of a word. Yeah, probably That not. would be very Italian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm. it's all mushy to me. Yeah. All the countries in Europe. But, uh, but yeah. So that type is talking about like spiritual, unconditional love and so i figured right. we can start there since uh, we're talking about us humans experiencing love in all different types of diverse robust situations and yeah and spiritual yeah. so this is a spiritual love yes which is often related to religion often because it's unco- you, unconditional right so it's like the love of man for god and god for man yes whatever Whereas, you like, consider god to be regardless of your sins yeah. God still loves you. Right. And so that's the example that the Greeks have used. Okay. But, so that's why I see the words selfless love. Yes. Okay. And so whether or not you, you, you've done and done the most mm-hmm. serious sin, mm-hmm. God or whoever you're, you know, is, is still going to love you. And that, that's what they mean by like unconditional love. But in other definitions of agape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Let's put it into Google. It and also see what talks about, uh, this form has enormous sense of empathy. Again, regardless of how bad but that this type of is, love is sort of like made up. Yes. It's Somewhat, almost a yeah. fictional love. Yeah. You could say that. I, I don't think that this is a kind of love that. I mean, it's a fictional character. Humans <laughs> as human beings, we can ever fully experience. Only towards an right. object exactly like, yeah yeah and so that's what i mean by i, I kind of wanted to start with this just because it doesn't really yeah like it, it's not really in my realm of it's so out there yeah, in the ether it, it's yes. like <laughs> so we should start with all the the things that don't really start with imaginary yeah, love and then, <laughs> and then we'll move towards things that we actually most of us experience and or yeah. hope to experience in our lifetime i, I like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, I guess so for me, maybe someone who considers themselves more spiritual than religious, I might look at that and think the universe. You know what I mean? Like I am cared for. I am loved. The universe, so to speak, has my back. And, you know, it's kind of like the good I put out there will come back to me. 
Yes. I like that. As long as I don't let any more toxic narcissists into my life. <laughs> Just have to keep reminding myself of that. Yes. <laughs> so what would be the next love on the list? I mean, do we want to talk about the passionate love, Eros? Yeah, Eros. I mean, so this is the one that I think most the people... Timeline because some of these actually are kind of considered romantic. So maybe we can okay. talk about the few in order, like in the chronological order that I that we may think it happens because I think when you first start dating someone let's say Mm -hmm. you can have a variety or experience a lot of either eros love Mm -hmm. which is passionate exotic sexual passionate love yeah you can also experience that uh the the ludus is that how you would say that ludus ludus it's a playful kind of love usually happens early in early in relationships where there's a lot of flirting and puppy teasing. love yeah playfulness and then there's also mania which is obsessive love where you're consumed and all you you know in the beginning again mm-hmm. you when you like someone when you're starting a, a new relationship you might constantly be thinking about them all the time right mm-hmm. uh and so we can talk about this but i kind of just wanted to walk through the timeline see then, now this mania this obsessive love to me like I remember when the most recent ex was hard press, hardcore press on me in the beginning and was Mm. like all over me. I remember feeling very like obsessed with that. Like we both would say that. Um, I did not realize at the time that it was a a lie, but I did not realize that I was being love bombed because it was in Mm. such these sneaky type of ways but I remember like what I was getting back from it yeah I mean I I struggle to remember a lot of the like details but I I did find cleaning out my phone I found some of our old old text messages like Mm -hmm. from last January and I was like wow this was so (laughs) this is so cringy to look back on a because I no longer care for this person at all B, I can now see what I didn't see at the time. And like, it's so it's really cringy to look back on somebody that's way too much, way too fast. And like, it's also cringy just to realize that I didn't realize it. But I'm like, I didn't realize I didn't know what I didn't know. But I remember saying things in the beginning of that relationship that it was like, like, I just it was like neither one of us could get enough. So it's very similar to how this obsessive love start sort of it just makes me think of that. Yeah. And I can... And that was his angle. Like he wanted me to be obsessed with him so that I wouldn't notice all the other things. Yeah. Oh. It's dangerous. It's not a good place to be. If you're feeling obsessed with somebody, take a step back. Talk to somebody about it. <laughs> and and find out what uh, you're actually obsessed that's... with because it's probably something superficial and ultimately not good for you. Yes. And 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 I also just want to be cautious about it because the you don't have to be cautious when you're when you're <laughs> when you're in the midst of getting to know someone it it can be very the lines can be blur, very blurry I mm-hmm. guess because I think back to one of the last relationships I was in and I don't know there there was a good two or three months where Anytime I wasn't working, all I want to do was spend time with this person. Mm-hmm. And But were they also a narcissist? Is this the same, the one I'm thinking of? 
well the last or like narcissistic three people i've dated <laughs> <laughs> i also haven't spent as much time really analyzing and or reflecting so well you I mentioned mean, in our narcissist episode that there was someone from your past who had a lot of narcissistic traits so I was just thinking if it's this person yeah. that might mirror what I'm talking about um, like that's usually their goal is to be very like ah. no this was not the person this is okay. the most recent okay and so I remember there are months where we we would just always want to be hanging out together mm-hmm. and be very thoughtful and considerate of each other if he noticed that I really liked the lemonade he would get me a lemonade after a long day of work mm-hmm. or I would notice things that he would like and I would you know and so sometimes I think back I'm like were we just love bombing each other or did we really genuinely care about each other right so I think when I say cautious I mean don't just assume that when somebody yeah notices all these little things and then suddenly does all of these nice things for you they may be love bombing you or they may just be mm-hmm. infatuated with puppy love for you too right i'm i'm specifically just yeah. talking about this obsessed feeling yeah. if you're feeling this obsessive feeling in hindsight you might be yes. falling for something that's not real because the things i was feeling i've told this to other people i'm like the things i was feeling were real the person i was feeling exactly. them for wasn't right so like just if you're starting to feel a little obsessive i think something i've learned in reflection is to take a step, step back. back and find out exactly yeah. what i'm obsessed with like who and maybe is that's this what i mean by cautious by like be recognize and then take a step back and just mm-hmm. yeah i'm not yeah, labeling yeah, yeah love oh you no, know, no 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 like, it's just the whole was, co- you're like you don't have to be cautious like well but i mean that's what i mean by being cautious so maybe i'm just using the wrong word yeah i just mean take a step back if you're feeling obsessive yeah. you should be cautious because yeah. <laughs> uh, just any so like any where there's smoke there's fire mm-hmm. and like i'm not looking for sparks and i think sparks like smoke leads where there's smoke there's fire and like your house is going to get burned down you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so just be really cautious with that type of love and then so that will i i kind of lump that in because sometimes that can happen in the beginning and or you know sometimes yeah. with the, the playful love yeah. is the ludus the playful love is mm-hmm. a super fun love yeah and that's like a love you can have with friends that's a love yes. you have like you and i are playful shireen and i are playful mm-hmm. like i'm playful with all of my friends like if you can be silly and joke back and forth and not just the teasing and flirting type of love romantically that's a really fun place to live i I don't know if you know any i'm sure you do but guy friends who've been friends since they were kids they play jokes on each other they Mm. prank each other uh to me that's the kind of playful love that even after 30 years you still just make fun of each other but it's because you have endured so much during yeah. the 20, 30 years of friendship that it is just out of love that you tease the heck out of them or you look for ways to prank them and play jokes on them. Yeah. Or you call back a funny moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so I th- a lot of these loves can- is not just for romantic love. Right. And uh, the goal of this episode is to make sure you understand that romantic love is not the ultimate yeah. love. Like love for your family, love for your friends. These are the types of love that have been with you likely longer than a romantic love for family love that's called storage okay is that how you say you would say that storage a (laughs) i wish there was a i wish i could put this into a little thing and make google say it uh storage or storage a 
is family love. So the love that you have for your family. Like mm -hmm. I, um, I was sitting with my mom this morning. She was. It's uh, love without physical attraction. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is what I'm seeing here. Oh, okay. Um, I have love <laughs> between family members or between parents and children, siblings, old friends that feel like family. But yeah, you're right. That's a good description of like love without the physical attraction or desire for like any sexual romantic right feelings. Yeah. I was sitting with my mom today and um, she was she was texting all her friends happy valentine's day and i was teaching her how to look for different gifs on her phone mm -hmm. and i was just sitting there sitting with you know and i was just imagine i was like i just had all this love for her because mm -hmm. you know I, I i've been very reminiscent the last few months but i think i've always been reminiscent but the last few months i have been because i know she's getting older and i'm getting older and uh i a lot more people ask me where my family is from so mm -hmm. i often will t share with people how my mom's journey to the United States mm -hmm. was like and and without her and my dad I wouldn't be here in the United States I wouldn't have the opportunities I have and I just whenever I look at her and I have these moments where I just have all this love and appreciation yeah. for all that she's been through to get to where she is which is sitting next to me texting harping her you. friends <laughs> harping on you about getting married <laughs> yeah, and having babies yeah. well I don't think about that like, as love much, you <laughs> but I think about just like how far she's come along and you know that you know, she's trying every day to work hard. She now has I'm teaching her how to send gifs. Yeah, I'm teaching her how to send gifs on, on the iPhone that I bought her. <laughs> in the house that I bought her. <laughs> oh, hell. But, you know, I think that's the kind of love, like, you know, storage. That's an example of this, the love that you have for your I'm friends. I'm going to play this. No matter how many times she harps on me about being single and not being married, I still love her because <laughs> she has been through a lot. She may not understand that there could be a life without a husband or oh, a boy. marriage. <laughs> but... I still love You're her. a great example. <laughs> Let me see what Google says about how ah, to play okay. this. Go ahead. In Greek, it is normally pronounced something along the lines of storge. Oh. Storge. Storge. It is. In English, it is usually said as storge. 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 <laughs> I like storge. Wait, what did he? Storge. Storge. I storge. like that. Yes, it is pronounce something along the lines of storge <laughs> i'm like just say the word <laughs> yeah bitch i don't need to definitely you can cut That's all funny. that out <laughs> that's funny and then there's also the love of the self which we talk Ooh, yeah. about a lot on this podcast and i almost i mean i'm not an expert or anything but i almost want to argue that this if we were to rank all of the loves oftentimes like we said at the beginning of the episode society and you know just stuff in life kind of puts romantic love at the top but perhaps love of self which is philautia felucia felucia okay ask google <laughs> damn it but the love of self i almost think if we needed to rank any of the loves you almost need that at the top in order to have any other or experience any other kind of love because if you don't know how to love yourself how do you love other people i i mean esther perrell actually talks a lot about this and oh. she says tell me about how you were raised mm -hmm. and what love was like and i'll tell you how you make love like oh. so the, the examples of love that you saw as a child teach you how to love which is why if you come from a household that's really chaotic and your parents constantly mm -hmm. fight and you never see them make up you learn that love is bickering like if you're a man you're seeking a woman that's bickering if your mom kind of always bickered at your dad and if 
the male figure in your household was perhaps abusive or distant or just went to work, came home, ate dinner, sat in front of the TV, you know, like you learn that those are loves. So um, you don't necessarily learn how to love yourself in the healthiest forms, which is what this falausha is what I'm guessing. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But like this is self-love in its healthiest yeah. form. You don't really learn that if you're coming up in an environment where the adults around you don't have that. But um, so I think I don't know that you always I don't know that you always have to be your best self-loving no, self no, to yeah. be in a loving relationship. Like I think you can continue to learn and grow yes. together so long mm -hmm. as that person, you know, that person yeah. has a healthy base and the both of you are looking to grow towards to get together like grow that. towards each other mm -hmm. um or with each other kind of uh what's it called like side by side paths yeah, yeah, yeah. on this journey to expand the love you have for yourself which i think would expand the love you have for another person yeah. i think ex anytime you can expand one realm of love in your life all of the others will benefit that's a good point i don't see how you could i don't see how you could become more loving of yourself and it would have a bad effect on anything yeah, else yeah should i play this yeah Philautia. Philautia. there you go mm. Philautia. i like how you said that about esther perel i've been thinking a lot about my responses to the last two big relationships i've had and how my do you mean how you respond internally to yourself to, or okay. not really I saw my parents bicker a lot. Okay. I don't like to bicker because mm. of that, right? Mm. Because I saw them bickering so much. I don't like to be in situations where I bicker with people, okay. if that makes any sense. And so I like think... It probably activates you in a way that you are you don't like. So it makes me shut down. Because when your dad passed, you saw what happened to your mom. Yeah. And so that pattern to you equals like major disruption. Yeah. Okay. So... I remember when the relationship ended a few years ago, he yelled at me on our very last night together and I completely just shut down because I was like, I don't want to be bickering. So yeah. he ended up ending the relationship and I didn't speak up because I was just like, this is overwhelming me. Mm -hmm. And then... So fun freeze. Yes. Yeah. And then the most recent one, he made a decision and... I did not, I was so overwhelmed with emotions. I just also shut down and mm -hmm. then I ran. <laughs> Wait, literally? <laughs> no, I, I pretty much just blocked him on everything and I just ceased all communication. But that's a healthy thing to do. And I'm pro but I, that. Well, but I think also, I'm also a person though, that I think it's important to talk through things yeah, but and you not can't just abruptly end things. But, but that's that just you said you just said that person had made a decision that was yeah. not in your favor, so to speak. Yeah. Like they were choosing favor, you. No. Therefore, it is wildly appropriate to say, if you don't choose me, I don't choose you. I'm shutting this yeah. down right now for my own fucking yeah. sanity and have a great time. You, yeah. And I think like he chose someone else best. over me and wanted to talk about it. And I just flat out said, no, I don't want to talk about it. That's I'm having done. a boundary, Miley. That is having a okay. strong boundary. And that is good. Like, I don't want to hear about who else you're choosing yeah. or why you're choosing them over me. Like, just tell me the facts. That's yeah. fine. I don't need you to rub it in my fucking face. That makes sense, too. Yeah. But I think I, I and I struggle that, right? Like, a couple years ago, I, I, and I, that's what I've been trying to be better at 
when is it that I'm loving myself Mm -hmm. and taking care of myself? And when is it that I need to do a better job on my part, like not running away or actually speaking up or calming someone down when they're yelling at me? Oh, I, I, well, I can demonstrate that one for you. (laughs) I mean, when ex douchebag sitting on Uh my couch as I'm kicking him out and he started to get loud with me one night, like I just said, you need to take your voice down. Yeah. Or I'll have you arrested. You don't have to say that. But (laughs) if I'm feeling threatened in some sort of way, and if you're getting aggressive with me or you're yelling at me or you're trying to bring me to some level that you're at and that's not where I live and I'm sensing that from you, I'm just like, you need to take your voice down a notch. There's absolutely no reason for you to get loud with me right now. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm not into fighting with you. Yeah. If that's the energy you're looking for, there's the door. Go call somebody else to fight with. Yeah. Because I'm not having it. There's yeah. no fight here. I've already broken up <laughs> with your bitch ass. Yeah. Get out of my fucking house. I could have said that too. Yeah. I actually did say that. I was like, you can go. Yeah. No reason for you to be here. But like, that's kind of a good thing. You could probably say that to anybody who's getting loud yeah. with you. You go, no, I'm not up for this. I would prefer it if you just left right now. Like, you don't have to have it out when somebody's in an activated state like that. You're not going to get anything done. You're not going to get anything accomplished. And it's more loving on yourself. I was just going to say. To stop that. And especially with someone, like, if you're married to someone, let's say you're 15 years in or something. You know what I mean? You're married. You're in this. This is is your person. And no little tiff or fight, like, random one-off is going to end that you're it's well within your your boundaries to say i need to take a few minutes let's come back to this once you know i've had a little bit of time to think and recalibrate and come out of this activated state and you know and then pick up the conversation later when you can be calm and logical and thoughtful and not pop off from an emotional activated place so the fawn freeze thing is real and there's only slight differences in them and I'm struggling to like I can't think of the exact definitions that I've been reading from like holistic psychologists and a couple Mm -hmm. other people lately but we always knew about fight flight fight or flight and now there's fawn and freeze so it's like sometimes scary and bad things are happening to us and we just get overwhelmed and we just freeze and hold still and like that actually happens when people get raped or sexually assaulted sometimes they just don't know how to fight back and they just think if they just let it happen it'll be better like it'll be easier they won't get hurt so to speak so those are real responses and um actually happens a lot in the workplace too like if you get overwhelmed and you're constantly getting things dumped on you it'll cause you to shut down so that's a interesting place to be but I think just seeing that and being able to look back and see that those were places where you kind of got stuck Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you're like I wish I had more balance balance well I was thinking I wish I knew more to love myself better why do you think that wasn't loving because i shut down when maybe i should have spoken up or what would you have said that would have changed I the don't outcome no i haven't gotten that far <laughs> <laughs> but it was it just all came to me right now while we were talking about self-love yeah i and think then when esther was you know when yes. you said esther was like tell me how you're raised and i was like well thinking back to how my parents would bicker and then I don't want to bicker. So I, I feel like I just shut down every time I'm in a situation where 
there's a possibility of bickering and and i don't want it to escalate so then i it's escalate not escalate (laughs) (laughs) escalate the car um yeah but that's fair to know that but and that's also something that you can communicate to a person off the top yeah as in you know once you get to a point with a person that you're dating where it might be becoming a little more serious and you're peeling back the onion and you're letting Mm -hmm. them see other layers it's like it's appropriate to tell them you know these are things that bother me or like the you know you can tell them before it happens or you can tell them when it happens or if you sense it starting to happen like if they're kind of getting bickery you know I got to tell you, that's something that was demonstrated in my house when I was young and I don't respond well to it. I don't respond at all. It shuts me down. And so I'm I'm not willing to engage in that way with you. And if yeah. that's if that's the way that you want to be in this in a relationship in general, we're not a match. Like it's not a place yeah, I like that. that I I like to operate from. So, you know, do do you, but that's where I am. Yeah, that's a good, that's a, that's a great way. I think that's just setting a boundary. That's just explaining to them, like, I don't live there. That shuts me down. And it allows someone to get to know you better because if they really care. Right. They will want to know you and understand you. And so it goes back to the more self-aware you are and the better you are at articulating who you are to the people in your life, you're giving them the opportunity to know where the doors are in all of your walls mm-hmm. and your boundaries so that you teach can, people yeah. how to love you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i like that so you have to stand up for what you want yes and ex- and 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 experience philotia yeah <laughs> the love of self it talks about self-care and when it talks about love of self this self-love is also knowing how to take care of yourself and um and compassion also when you, for yeah. yourself and that uh aristotle said that all friendly feelings for others are an extension of one's feeling for themselves i like that mm-hmm. i'm gonna put that up on a quote card when we drop this episode oh, you know in the same situation it also talks the greeks knew that there was a negative type of self-love as well mm. in the form of self-obsessed narcissism oh and i only say that because we've been talking about narcissism <laughs> Uh, It is possible to have a healthy love for yourself without being narcissistic. Mm. You cannot share what you don't have. If you don't love yourself, Mm. you cannot love anyone else either. That's interesting. This article that I was looking at said the only way to be happy is to find unconditional love for yourself. And maybe that's true on some level, but I think that's a work in progress. I think we're all constantly sort of making sure we love ourselves you know, we're all going to dip in and out yeah. of like doing things that aren't good for ourselves. So just I think unconditional love for yourself means having grace and forgiving yourself mm-hmm. and knowing that when you do, it's not if, but yeah. it's when you mess up, when you are at your worst or when you are mm-hmm. the messiest, that you still love yourself. Yeah. And, but, you know, demonstrate the necessary level of remorse or the necessary level of shame and and try your best to correct, learn from and correct and and but still love yourself like mm-hmm. yeah embracing like, all the qualities you perceive as unlovable mm. like embracing all the parts of you that you think aren't lovable and loving them anyways that's like yeah. unconditional love for yourself whether was, it's like your thighs your nose 
Uh, your hair. I was going to make a joke about my mom tells me all the time about how I'm never going to find a husband that's going to love me because I don't know how to cook. <laughs> and I'm like, mom, I'm pretty sure that cooking is not a um, a deal breaker. Yeah, In her culture and in her day, perhaps. But today's men can cook exactly i mean one that's worth is there are there are services that can deliver food so i'm pretty sure i know lots of couples who literally eat out like six days a week i i i went i went on a date a few weeks ago like i told you and uh he he hasn't no he does not know how to cook okay and he has a meal ordering service so he has he has what 21 meals that is delivered to his door every week and in my head i'm thinking well what about me if i come over for dinner like do i not have dinner if I come well over? i'm sure he's going out sometimes too so he probably has extras during the week yeah. so then date night there you go here's a frozen that's dinner just so funny i was just like oh that's how you function that's funny <laughs> but yes this uh, is so um i like to i would like to plug that the self-love and loving your unlovable parts or what you think is unlovable is shadow work. And if you haven't watched the documentary on Netflix yet called Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z, I highly recommend it because he talks so in depth with Jonah Hill. Jonah directed and like this was his idea. This in Stutz, Phil Stutz is a therapist and um, does a lot of shadow work. And it is a really cool documentary. I've been meaning to watch it again because the first time I just kind of listened to it. But I want to sit down and watch it like one more time because I mean, it's almost like being in an hour and a half therapy session. They talk so much Mm. about working on those unquote unlovable parts and loving them and understanding when that shadow is coming and affecting and influencing your thoughts and actions to um, just be more aware of it and when you can give yourself a little more love a little more grace Mm. and move past you know move around those shadowy moments that's put that on your watch list everyone good one and then the other two types of love that i just want to throw out there is Philia, which is deep friendship, mm-hmm. which we have in abundance. Yes, I was going to say we have and pragma, pragma, longstanding love. Yeah. But uh, which is also tied to friendship for me. Friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a kind of love that often involves compromises from both sides of the relationship, involves patience and tolerance. And the focus is more on staying in love as opposed to falling in love or developing that love or deepening that. It's staying in love. So it goes back to, in my mind, it goes back to choosing or that verb. Love is a verb. Love is an action. So doing the things to continue Mm -hmm. to water the grass in that area or that analogy that you said to keep working on your love. Yeah. The grass is green where you water it. And... Honestly, this this pragma, this enduring love can be tied to friendships. I mean, mm-hmm. I think of Shireen and I who, you know, ups and downs in the friendship and like guys come and go and times apart and times closer and, you know, starting a business and me being less available all those years ago when I was like just really in it and trying to figure it all out and still working full time and like where she and I, you know, it was like, it's important for me to keep this going. I don't want to be completely MIA and you know her dating people too and we came to this agreement where we're like we're doing Sunday how about we just do Sunday happy hours every week 
and sometimes we miss a Sunday, like things happen. We'll try to make it up somewhere, but it's like understanding what that other person needs. And again, watering the grass, like figuring out what's important to you and making an effort and coming to some sort of compromise and solution that can benefit both sides. Yes, that, and that's kind of hand in hand, like deepening the friendships of philia and pragma together. I think that's really beautiful. Uh, When it comes to philia, it talks about uh, when love is between equals. Mm -hmm. Love is connected with the mind and love between the two people. Um, You've shared over hard times, tough times, Mm -hmm. times apart, uh, just like you had talked about. Oh, yeah. I like this one because it's basically... uh does this have something to do with platonic love? Oh, Plato, um, which is where platonic maybe came from or vice versa. Uh, I have guy friends who I have this type of love with. Like there's no physical attraction. It is uh, amongst people who have endured ups and downs together. And like I've been through lots of ups. Like I have been so lucky. I don't even know if lucky is the right word, but I feel very blessed, minus the religious aspect, but I'm just so happy and grateful for the people I have known in Arizona for almost the entire time I've lived here. Like, I met a lot of my, the people, some of the people I still know, I met 16 years ago, and they are still good friends of mine. Like, I've watched relationships come and go, you know, buying houses, getting married, I haven't seen anybody get divorced yet, but only a few got married, (laughs) but there's kids and, you know, people have moved, people have moved states, people have um, moved and some are coming back, moving and having babies and getting married and all these things. And it's like, it's really fun to Mm -hmm. have a group of friends that I'm still that tight with to where we can still text jokes from 15 years ago to each other. Um, And, you know, a lot of these friends have, these friends have all watched me go through difficult relationships and starting a business and just all of the things I've done in the last 15 years, which feels like a yeah. fucking miracle. <laughs> wow. It's because you're amazing though. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think of Ben yeah. who I've known for yeah, most yeah, of yeah, that yeah. time. I think of my best friend Roy. Amber. Oh, we've been through everything together and I've not always been the best friend. I go Again, through so many yeah and, exactly yeah it comes and goes because but it's not like you yeah. haven't been a good friend there's just been moments yeah, where, where you've just it's been at a yeah. low I'm there for all the most important moments of like you know I'm, yeah are you I'm, there when she calls I, you yeah I'm I'm there in the most important times yeah. I might not be consistent checking in every other day or talking about all the small talk but the most important times in in like in life yes yeah and that's I I don't know. I don't think you need to be too hard on yourself about like, I haven't always been the best or I could be better. <laughs> it's like, we're all doing the best we yeah, can. We and as we grow up, our lives become very intricately <laughs> weaved with, a, is that even a way to say that? I like I mean, it though. There's intricately just, weaved together. Yes. There's just so much that gets woven into the fabric of our lives as we age. And it's part of the beauty of it. Like you, you know, some more and more threads come in and you just get to live this complex, amazing life. Yeah. And I think it's just part of the beauty. It's part of what I referred to earlier when I was like this insane, insane ride we call humanity. It's like, <laughs> yes. it's like I don't know. I'm, I'm here for it, man. I want to see what I can, yep. what can I do while I'm here and how can I feel, how can I feel the best in my time 
Yeah. How can I set myself up for ultimately like ultimate success and whatever success means to you? Yes. I like that. So in, in, in terms of love, I hope that that means you experience lots of these types of love, some of them less than others. (laughs) And whatever love resonates the most with you as well. Yeah. And, I don't know if they can hear that on the microphone, but it is pouring outside right now and you can hear the rain. I was hearing it a minute ago and I thought, did my heater kick on? And then I realized it's pouring. It's pouring. But I hope people experience all these types of love in some more than others. And I just really want to drive home the fact that if you don't have a romantic partner, it doesn't make you any less worthy, any less valuable, any less lovable. Like romantic love is not the end all be all of types of love and you know as we move through february and we've experienced our valentine's day or galentine's day or palentine's day or as i like to celebrate it anti-valentine's <laughs> day uh just just really remember that ultimately you know if you don't have a romantic partner to work on the love with work on the love with yourself work mm-hmm. on the love with your friends work on the love with your family give your pet some extra scratches oh, yes, and belly pets, rubs pets. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. more treat today for your dog. I didn't get to dog. talk about pets as much as I wanted to today. <laughs> but I miss my dog so much. I but saw I'm the sending... greatest video of a cat today on oh. Instagram. I am going to send it to you. Okay. He's called like Backpacking oh, really? Kitty. Ooh. He is a food stealing cat. Ooh, His yes. owner is kind of cute. Oh. Um, is and the every owner time... cute or single? I'm just kidding. I, I'm not sure. Just he kidding. looks single. <laughs> I mean, he's a cat <laughs> no, guy. So. I'm a... I'm I'm focused on loving myself right now. <laughs> that's 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 what's most important. Yeah. Again, if you don't have the romantic love, focus on some of the other loves, and ultimately every day do something loving for yourself, yes. and then sprinkle these other ones in where you can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love you, Mandy. I love you. We say it every like all the time. We say it in text message. We say it in person. We say it on this podcast. Like we're not doing it just for show. No. We say it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I actually. I'm very proud that I, I'm going to take credit for the reason why my family members say the words oh. I love you to each other m- now more than ever before. Didn't we talk about this? Because Maybe. y'all didn't used to say no. it. No. Asians? Well, okay. Vietnamese? <laughs> well, okay. My family? <laughs> I don't want to just lump and make a generalization. But we weren't very taught. Is that even a... <laughs> we were not taught. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were not taught. Uh, we're not taught to be very verbally affectionate or physically affectionate because like now my family hugs a lot because I just force the hugs on my family members. You're like, we're doing this now. Yeah, I just do that. But, um, you know, one of my biggest regrets is not telling my dad I loved him on the night that he passed away. Oh, yeah. So ever since my dad passed away, I started telling all my family members, like one of the last things I usually will tell my family members before I say, you know, before I leave them or when I say goodbye is that I love you. And now I notice, you know, 20 years later that, uh, because I've started saying it, it they never really said it back to me until just recently in the last like 10 years or something. Okay. I realized that now they say it to each other without me even prompting them. <laughs> so I will take ownership or credit for, for that. Because like you said, you know, in the beginning, sometimes my family, we show love in the way we take care of each other, but we yeah. don't always say it. And I think as kids growing up in America, we're also very verbal people as well. Mm-hmm. So as kids it was important for us to to hear it mm-hmm. as well and so yeah. i'm glad that we now not only show it but we also say it and 
I know not everyone maybe has heard the story. I'm sure you've told it once or twice, like when your dad passed, but you were really small. Yeah. And you didn't know what was happening. No. So I hope, my hope for you is that you've forgiven yourself for not knowing what was going on and not being able to say I love you before he was literally whisked away from you in a driveway. I mean, you were too small to know. So my hope is that you've been able to forgive yourself for that and you know that that wasn't something you could have possibly known to do. Thank you for saying that. And I am positive your dad knew that. I think so. There's no way he didn't. I, 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 I think so too. And if he, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. And I'm sure he knows it even more watching you do your little flying lessons. (laughs) Becoming a pilot under his influence. I know, yeah. And every time I fly, I always think of him. Yep. He knows. You're welcome. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I hope so too. And I hope they know that whoever you are, wherever you're at. We have love love for you. you. Yes. Unless you're that one person. (laughs) Or the other person. <laughs> okay, there's three people. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> I don't know if that's an evil laugh or just a funny laugh. <laughs> I laugh because it's true. <laughs> I mean, the best comedy is the true comedy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do what you want with it, man. It's fucking true. There's <laughs> a couple of you out there we do not love. Like, I'm not even at the point where I can offer, like, basic humanity, like, type of love. You know what I mean? Like, all I got is, like, no. That's all I got right now. No. No. All right. Good night, everyone. This has been great. Love, love, love. And as a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week.